Well, you know, while we're talking to Jeff Feinberg, you can maybe go upstairs if you need to real quick. Golf no, analyst with really Mayo Media, of course. <laughs> Whatever. Listen, if you have an emergency, my friend, you can run out and do it. We got the Pebble Beach Pro-Am coming up this weekend. Or not this weekend. I mean, starting up. Uh, can you just give us sort of like a big picture of the course right now first and sort of lay it all out for us and what to expect in this tournament? Well, it is the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, so we are actually on a three-course rotation this yeah, week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Everyone's very familiar with Pebble Beach, whether you've grown up watching it or just playing it in video games, what have you. But they're also going to be on the Monterey Peninsula course, the Spyglass course, uh, some of the smallest greens on the PGA Tour. But it's all about wedge game here, guys. It is uh, it's a pretty e it's an easy setup relative to the PGA Tour, although we see plenty uh, resort course setups these days. But when you factor in that there are a lot of non-professionals, amateurs playing, they're not trying to have these guys hit putts that, you know, run five feet past the hole. Uh, so we're used to this. Uh, it'll make for some pretty frustrating or boring television, depending on if you like watching, you know, Bill Murray or Larry, the cable guy, <laughs> golf, even Jim Nance on that broadcast on Sunday. You know, the, it's a big deal for, for CBS, even though this, like, you know, this new younger golf viewer who has lineups and bets doesn't really care for this event. They advertised it pretty hard during that football game. It's like Celebrity Golf Saturday. A lot of NFL players, Josh Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, Aaron Rodgers. Um, so, yeah, it's the whole gamut. But it's a pretty weak field, and there's a lot of variance in this event, guys. We've seen guys be the very top of the odds board win, and we have seen some super bombs come into play here but we have not seen let alone a super bomb a bomb of any kind really hit on the pga tour for i mean we're going back into the beginning of maybe last summer so the the chalk the good players are winning quite regularly on tour right now yeah and a lot of slow greens with that poana as well i actually caddied at bannon dunes very similar golf courses as pebble uh and obviously on the peninsula with some wind and, and I think to me, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this uh, Lynx-style course, what do you think about Justin Rose? Because he's British, obviously played Lynx golf growing up. He's 35-1. to 1. I'm thinking about maybe taking him top 10 or maybe an outright. Like, Do you think that angle is a sound or valid angle, or, or would you prefer to go with someone a little bit more hot or who has more experience on Pebble specifically like Maverick McNeely? So I did bet Justin Rose last week at a bit of a bigger number, but I could see why this would be a nice little fit for him. There are a lot of uh, – that that makes some sense in the semblance of um, looking for good players with good coastal track histories, uh, some Lynx golf pedigree. But they're also only playing, you know, specifically on Pebble. They're only going to be playing – two rounds. I like Maverick McNeely a lot this week. His profile seems perfect for Pebble Beach. He is a um, an approach master with the irons, and these are really small greens, some, some of the smallest on tour, as we have mentioned. Uh, in that shorter price range, though, I have pivoted to Seamus Power, a ninth place finish here a year ago. He had a multi-stroke lead at the halfway mark last year. In his last three events in 2022, he finished first, second, and uh, and fifth, I believe, Seamus Power has an exceptional reputation in in playing quite well in these really weak fields. He's won a, a Barbasol in 21. He won the Bermuda uh, recently, as I had just mentioned. He has a fantastic coastal track record. He 
is very adept at what I refer to as resort course scoring on the PGA Tour, which just is an ability that you have to go really low to win some of these events, especially where scoring can be um, that easy. So sorry to throw in my pick near the top, but I I like Maverick a lot, a lot, but I've pivoted uh, to Seamus Power when trying to identify a player under 30 to 1 that I I like the most this week. It would be Power. What about Bob's uh, looking at Seamus? You know, right now he's 20 to 1 over at BetMGM. Like, who are you looking as far as uh, some long shots this weekend? Going a bit farther down the board, and as we have mentioned, I mean, this course, this tournament, the setup, it does seem like there could be a propensity to hit some of the longer shots. I have, um, I've been on Thomas Detry, the the young uh, Belgium. Well, he's not so young, but he's a European Tour player. He's a PGA Tour rookie. Uh, I'm almost, I might have him overrated, but it's a it's a talent play versus the field for me. I really like Taylor Moore, who I was able to get at 70 to one this week in outright golf betting. You're willing to take a boomer bust prospect. Taylor finished, um, finished 11th last week at the farmers off three missed cuts, but before that two other top 20s. So you're playing that boomer bust, but a missed cut means the same as fifth place, fourth place to me, even second place sometimes in an outright golf betting. So that's a risk I am willing uh, to take. And the South African Eric Von Royen is on my card this week as well. Uh, he's flirting in around 80 to one. This will be his first time in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, but he was outstanding in that 2019 U.S. Open, um, you know, gaining seven and a half strokes ball striking, but as well coming off a nice little Pro-Am event uh, in Northern California at the Amex a few weeks ago where he gained one and a half strokes off the tee, three and a half with approach and and, uh, over three and a half around the green while adding uh, nearly three strokes putting on that stadium course. So Eric Von Royen at 80 to one, the South African would be a long shot for me. Outside of outrights, do you have any favorite top 10s, top 20s, or, or match play stuff that you like? Uh, okay, so I haven't really gotten into the matches this week just because of the variance in this event, and there are a lot yeah. of variables that can come into play. Uh, Grayson Sig, top 10 at 8 to 1, is, uh, is a prop that I do have. He can go real low, a well rounded player. Um, who has gained three and a half strokes on his on on the approach recently at the stadium course? Who's been an outstanding putter and on these small greens? Th- this event has turned into a bit of a putting contest in the last couple years. So it is Sig and his propensity to get uh, scorching hot with the putter. Uh, it is a top ten for him at plus eight hundred for me and getting a little bit um, you know cheaper in that market. I like Nick Taylor on a uh on a top canadian he's plus 170 i think that's a really good bet nick taylor has won here uh before i also like him on the top 20 but is nick taylor as a top canadian exotic for me at plus 170 uh jeff i want to hijack things here really quickly we could get your fades later on but i want to talk some chargers here because now justin herbert may have a real play caller (laughs) he's been waiting to talk to you about this yeah so joe lombardi uh, who's been calling plays for <laughs> Drew Brees the last three years, is finally out, and you get Kellen Moore. Brandon Staley stays. You obviously see the Sean Payton Denver news. How are you feeling about the Chargers and Justin Herbert next year with Kellen Moore? Do you like the hire? Uh, it's an upgrade from Joe Lombardi, certainly. Joe <laughs> Lombardi is like the guy that, 
you know, he's sitting in front of a 70-inch TV, but it's not on. He's watching, like, Netflix on his laptop on his lap. Like, right. that's essentially how Joe Lombardi used Justin Herbert. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just happy he's gone. Anything from that is an upgrade. Uh, they wanted a young guy who had experience calling plays, so that's not easy to find. Kellen Moore, this can be all him, guys. There's not an offensive-minded head coach who's won a Super Bowl who's going to want to put his fingerprints on it. Even under Jason Garrett, a former quarterback, an offensive guy, this is really going to be Kellen Moore's chance to show everybody, you know, maybe what all those rumors were, were or all that buzz about him was there for a couple years ago. I've been taking in a lot of, like, cowboy content as to why they let him go and yeah. all oh, that. Oh, I can tell you lots about yeah, that. Yeah, I got yeah. a cowboy fan right here. Well, that, so. that final play call, we have some inside information. That was a McCarthy. The the Zeke, uh, the Zeke at center thing, that's a McCarthy thing. We're hearing Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot's being made out of, like, a hail. Was the other like, way. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was oh. Kellen. Well, I screwed uh, that up, Jeff. You're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, that's not – and that's perfect. I mean, that fits right in with, like, the Chargers. We'll just embarrass ourselves on our own. Uh, anyway, we don't need anyone else's help. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the Cowboy stuff. You know, they need seven yards. They got they got four guys out there running seven-yard curls. They call them Kellen Curls. I've been hearing a lot of this stuff uh, also. So I'm trying to take it all in. It is, you cannot, we're not certain if it's going to be an upgrade for Dallas based on how productive they've been. I am quite certain it's going to be an upgrade. How much of an upgrade for the Chargers? Who knows? But he likes to throw the ball downfield on first down. That A dot that we rag on, like what is going on? All these behind the line passes for Herbert. Hopefully that's a bit out. But uh, yeah, I'm not excited about Chargers football yet either. I'll tell you that much. I'm not over anything. Well, it's it takes some time to go through the pain and deal with it. As a Commanders fan, I know all too well about what it's like to suffer as a fan of a bad football team. So I feel you, but you're in a much better place than we are in Washington. I can promise you that. Jeff Feinberg, golf analyst, Mayo Media. Great talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on. All the best. Thanks, guys.